So what do you get when you take a bunch of radio freaks, set them in front of live microphones, and let them talk about radio? Well, you get the coolest show about the radio on the radio. Broadcasting from RCO Plaza, this is Radio Connection Live, the podcast, where AM is analog, FM is king, and the smart speaker has taken the place of the terrestrial radio as the listening apparatus of choice. It's your show worldwide, and we want to hear from you. We're on Twitter at RCL The Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio Connection Live or email us at rclthepodcast at gmail.com. And now get ready to become involved in the very latest in broadcasting news, entertainment, and just plain fun. Here are the stars of our show, Preston, Tim, AJ, Ashley, Darnell. And put your hands together for our host, Mr. Jamie T. Thank you, John Wood, and thank you, everybody, and welcome again to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. And today's show is a very special program. And the reason why it is special, well, we're going to talk, well, talk about that coming up. Facebook is facebook.com slash radio connection live. Twitter is at RCL the podcast. Of course, the email, as John mentioned, is RCL the podcast at gmail.com. Now, again, it's a very special show because we had a very special anniversary uh, this past Friday here in the USA. And it took place uh, more like Saturday. Saturday, sorry. And uh, Preston and Preston is here, and uh, Tim is here, our audio professor. Uh, uh, JC is here, joining us in the audience, and um, and I'm, of course, I'm Jamie T. Now, this past Saturday was a very marked a very special anniversary, and we're going to talk about that coming up in just a second. But to, but 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 to share it with us, and he's get, he's going to be kind of be co-hosting. Well, I mean, he's going to be kind of hosting alongside me today. Please welcome our audio professor, Tim O'Connor. Yay! Thanks, Jamie. Um... You know, I didn't even realize this was happening until I was, you know, watching the news and um, I heard about the fact that this was the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in uh, Orlando five years ago. And I was listening to, I was actually watching Fox News and um, they were doing a whole thing about it. And I thought, you know, I've got those tapes around here somewhere. I got those old cassettes that I recorded on the day that that happened off of 96.5 WDBO back when they had a signal. <laughs> and uh, so I started diligently digging, digging, digging through my thousands of cassettes in here and I found them. And uh, I thought that uh, this was something that, that we should uh, pay tribute to and commemorate. Um, number one, because that very day, Radio Connection Live was on KJSC Radio uh, from 3 until 5 p.m. that Sunday afternoon. This took place on a Sunday, and so we, I already had the show in the can. It was all ready to go. But uh, when this happened and uh, the uh, coverage that WDBO did, uh, I just uh, started rolling tape like a madman, <laughs> like a mad radio freak, and um, uh, got this, got this uh, on, on tape, got this recorded. I don't even know if the people at WDBO have this. And if anyone in our audience wishes to put this up on YouTube, uh, I, I have no problem with that. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's yep. one of the 
reasons why I'd like, why I, why I would want to do this, um, this show, because I think that this actually belongs as a part of radio history and a part of what went on uh, during that time. Uh, we went to this coverage. We were the only show on the internet that had the actual on-air coverage coverage of the shooting uh, when it happened. I mean, the very day it happened. And uh, these were these tapes that you're about to listen to um, were recorded between about 6:30 and noon on that Sunday morning. Uh, so you are going to hear everything that went that that happened uh, during that time and you're going to watch a, an extremely efficient news department uh, work hard and do what they do best and you're going to hear the name dave wall quite a bit uh during this and the reason why you're going to hear that you know in, unless you're a news anchor or, or a reporter that does news on radio you don't you don't think about what it takes to make it happen to make the news happen. I mean, these guys are running on a lots and lots and lots of coffee oh, yes. because they kind of have to, because of those will fall asleep on the air. And unless you're the one in the newsroom or in the studio reading the news, you never think about what it takes to make all that stuff happen. And I, I and I, I, I dare say WDBO and all the Cox media stations that have news departments are really good operations because unlike, I mean, I mean, Yes, yeah, sure. Some of them may be affiliated with the network of some kind, and you know, a lot of them are. But many and to their credit, they did not rely on Channel Nine all that much. They did go to Channel Nine uh, two or three times during this time period. Basically, it was to get Porch Joe Kelly a break. Uh, I mean, this guy is talking and talking. There was one point uh, that I did not put on this uh, tape, but but um, uh, there was one point where he actually has been talking so much that he lost his his voice. And uh, he had to go back to Channel 9's coverage for a few minutes just to <laughs> probably just to run to the bathroom and and uh, uh, and uh, get uh, some fruit juice or, or take a lozenge or something to, uh, you know, to, so that he could keep going. But um, interesting, yeah. uh, you know, interesting coverage. And uh, I, I think this is going to hit home uh, with a lot of uh, people that listen to our show. This and if anybody show wants. If anybody wants the audio once it's recorded, uh, please get in touch with us. We, 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 we and, and, and in fact, I want to give a shout out to a friend of ours who's actually in Orlando. We had him on the show not literally, I think it was a couple months ago. Our good friend of RCL, uh, Ellis Feaster uh, from Z88.3, who actually does have a YouTube channel. And I'll be sending this audio to Ellis as soon as it's done, as soon as we get it uh, uh, recorded and sent out and things like that. I'll be making sure that Ellis gets this audio and so he can be on his YouTube channel because yeah, I think that's it's, where it belongs. It belongs where people yeah. can find it and, and listen to it because absolutely um, it's so absolutely. Well and, and also if you are LGBT, um, I would encourage you to really, you know, I, I, I shared what we're going to be doing with a friend of mine. Her name is Deja. Deja listen, li, uh, listens to our podcast, all the way from Houston, Texas. And Deja said, because she is LGBT matter of fact, it, 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 it stuck out for her because it, it, it's a reflection of what they have to deal with on a regular basis. And, you know, it, it's, it's bad enough being blind because you get mistreated, you know, as a blind person, but try being, try, try 
try being judged based on who you love and then you have even bigger problems <laughs> because of that so uh, i think it's i think it's important that we uh i in fact tim told tim when you told me about it, i said yeah we have to do this show today uh because it, it's really going to hit home for so many of you listeners and again if you guys want this audio let me know i'll send i'll send the audio out to you uh, if you want it in an email send me your email give, you know let me let me know in an email or if you got my number you can text me and uh, we'll see to it that you get it. All right. Well, I'm, well, not to waste any more time. Let's get into this. Okay. Radio we've, got about, we've got about 45 minutes of audio to listen to here. Our first file is going to run about uh, half an hour. And then our next file is going to run about 15 minutes. So we'll uh, play the first file and then uh, stop and come in here and make some comments and, and discuss it. And then uh, we'll play uh, the second file and I'll explain what they were doing and uh, how that all worked. So Right, um, right. So, so let's go ahead and dive and 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 dive into it um, as we as we begin this special episode that I've entitled "Life After Pulse: How Radio Covered the Pulse Nightclub Shooting." Right here on Radio Connection Live. Hang on a sec. Make sure I get my stuff in order. All right. Okay. While while we're waiting for the audio to begin, we'll um, we have we'll a be, moment of silence here, <laughs> which I think is yeah, which honestly I think is. Which, which I think is actually quite appropriate given what we're doing. So, yes. Um, you know, so that's, you know, that's, that's what all that is, is, uh, is about. And, I, and again, I think it's important that we air this. So uh, it's Radio Connection Live, our special entitled Life After Pulse, How Radio Covered the Pulse Nightclub Shooting. Enjoy. Yes. And before we play this, I do want to remind you all, we are on Clubhouse 2 weekly Wednesdays at 8 o'clock Eastern. So, All right. here's our special presentation. This is a Radio Connection Live special report. Sunday, June 12th, 2016. The Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. And Radio Connection Live was there. The live team coverage once again. Orlando waking up to news of a nightclub shooting, this time at the Pulse nightclub. It's in Soto, south of downtown Orlando. It's a gay club. It's at Cayley and Orange Avenue. We're expecting a news briefing from uh, the chief of uh, police, uh, John Mina, Orlando Police Department, uh, also from Orlando's Mayor Buddy Dyer, uh, Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings, and the FBI. We just watched moments ago as FBI tactical units entered the building. We're told now, we have been able to confirm that the shooter is dead inside the club uh, and we don't know yet the the number of people who have been shot uh, either dead or injured inside that club though we have a great reason to believe that both are included dead and injured as we go now live to our helicopter overseeing eric brown is in air one and i could only imagine eric you're seeing just a flurry of flashing lights and information uh, down there on the ground yeah, massive uh, police uh, presence right now that I'm seeing right on Orange Avenue in front of the Pulse nightclub. I'm seeing uh, mobile command units from Orange County, from uh, the city of Orlando, uh, multiple uh, police agencies uh, responding mutual aid. Uh, obviously, uh, this is uh, now uh, the aftermath of what has been an overnight shooting at uh, the Pulse, uh, so they are trying to... Uh, go through and uh, find uh, exactly what is in that club. You're going to find the um, uh, police tape uh, surrounding a massive amount of area around uh, Orange Avenue as well, Joe. 
Hey, can you give us an idea, Eric, of, of where Orange Avenue is blocked off? I know that a lot of people are trying to get down there to the scene to be able to check on loved ones. Then, of course, there's always the people who just uh, want to be at the scene of a crime for, for whatever reason. Uh, but give us an idea of what roads you're seeing closed at this hour. Yeah, I'm seeing on the south side at Michigan, the north side, uh, as I try to peer out the helicopter here, uh, it's uh, at least uh, to Gore Street, so a nice hunk, uh, chunk of uh, Orange Avenue shut down, as you can imagine. Since uh, ORMC is on the lockdown, uh, they're going to have uh, that area closed off as well. We're told that uh, just moments ago a bus has pulled up in front of the Orlando Police Headquarters. Yep, and I'm watching it right now. There's a big bus that is pulling up in front of Police Headquarters, and these are going to be witnesses that were inside the club when the shooting happened. Fortunately, they're witnesses, uh, so they've got a lot of people who are able to see this, and, and these people are getting out at the police department, the police headquarters, and, and not at the hospital, which is uh, certainly going to be great news. But if you're seeing activity this morning out by police headquarters, this is, of course, just off of I-4 as you're driving through downtown on Huey. Uh, there's uh, buses pulling up with witnesses there to give their statements to the uh, to the police department uh, as they continue what will certainly be an hours, days, or even weeks-long investigation into the shooting at the Pulse nightclub overnight. Tonight, our community witnessed or experienced a very horrific crime. Many lives were lost, and many more individuals were impacted by witnessing the crime. Many were saved, however, by the heroic efforts of the men and women of OPD, uh, the Orange County Sheriff's Office, Seminole County Sheriff's Office. We have great, great cooperation from FDLE and the FBI, all our law enforcement agencies, fire departments from Orlando, Seminole County, and Orange County, and all of the hospital personnel that have been working through the night. I would ask Chief Bina to explain what happened. So at approximately 0202 hours this morning, uh, we had an officer working at Pulse Nightclub who responded to shots fired. Our officer uh, engaged in a gun battle with that suspect. Uh, the suspect at some point went back in inside the club where more shots were fired. This did turn into a hostage situation. Uh, from there, uh, obviously multiple officers from various agencies responded, uh, SWAT team responded uh, at approximately uh, 0500 this mor 0500 hours this morning, uh, the decision was made to rescue hostages that were in there. Our SWAT officers exchanged gunfire with the suspect. The suspect is dead. He appeared to be carrying a uh, rifle, an assault type rifle and a handgun. Uh, and had some type of device on him. Uh, that's what we're doing right now, uh, checking uh, the area for the devices. There are multiple people that are dead inside. I don't want to give anyone a number right now, but multiple people are dead inside uh, Pulse Nightclub. Uh, and at least 42 people have been transported uh, to various hospitals around. So do not have an exact count. Uh, obviously, our condolences go out to the friends and family. Uh, we're going to continue uh, to work uh, with the FBI and Florida Department of Law Enforcement and Orange County Sheriff's Office on this joint investigation. Some 20 people are said to be dead. As many as 42 people have been transported to the hospital. The exact motive is not known at this point. The uh, Orlando Police 
chief did say that the suspect, again, who is dead inside the club, was well organized and prepared. This all started just after 2 a.m. at 2.02 a.m. this morning inside that club as the original incident went down with a an on-duty police officer, an Orlando police officer inside the club who saw the gunman exchange shots with the gunman. A hostage situation then developed inside the club. Uh, not till 5 a.m., some three hours later, did the hostage rescue SWAT team decide to make entrance into the club, uh, saying that they have rescued some 30 people inside the club, uh, but as many as 20 people have been killed. Uh, the uh, it's, it's not beyond the possibility that some people were killed during the hostage rescue. Uh, we could learn at some point that some people were killed uh, from police gunfire, but that's uh, obviously at this point it's going to be too soon to know if that is the case there. We have Samantha Jordan with us. All right, Samantha is at ORMC this morning. Hello, Samantha. Hello. Yes, I've been out here for uh, about an hour right now talking to witnesses out here, and the emotion that you see out here, it is unfathomable these are people that are just crying hugging and they you know they're talking to witnesses or talking to police out here trying to give their account of what happened in that club uh, and are you are you have you seen any has anybody been discharged that you've been able to see so far there there have been a couple of um there have been a couple of people coming out um a couple of witnesses coming out of the headquarters down here um i've seen a lot of parents showing up to come and pick up their kids who are you know, inconsolable right now. And I've talked to a few witnesses who just described everything. And it, if you were at Pulse, it was a scary, scary night. And it was, there was quite an international flavor there last night, I'm told, as it was a, a, a Latino-themed night. Uh, this has, first of all, it's a, it's a gay club, but it's also Gay Pride Month. Uh, there's been a lot of festivities and activities going on in the Orlando area. And on top of that, uh, it is, you know, a Puerto Rican Heritage Weekend. And uh, they were having a, a Latino-themed party last night at this club. And I would imagine, Samantha, that you've seen a, a, a very diverse crowd there. Yes. Um, yeah, now that you mention that, it, it has mostly been Hispanic witnesses down here, yeah. but there's been a, a, a complete mix. And um, I actually just talked to one witness who says she was standing right next to the shooter, that she saw the fire coming out of the gun. And she described that man um, as a little bit lighter than her. She was a Hispanic woman. Um, she said that he was Hispanic. Uh, um, that hasn't been confirmed. Um, another witness that I talked to said that he heard the shooter screaming inside of the club and yelling for people to get down, turn off their cell phones, and that there were at least 40 shots just firing off and that they, everybody just had to duck and run for cover. And Heather, you are where this morning? I'm actually right outside of Orlando Health over here standing on Orange Avenue right now. Dijon Chisholm entered the waiting room. This morning, and they're interested to see what's, what's going on, and I want to give them a, a warning that they're able to drive anywhere close to the Pulse nightclub. In fact, parts of, in front of the, uh, the hospital is closed off as well. Um, we do have police tape all around the hospital. They've locked it off for anybody who is um, you know, interested in seeing things right now, only letting direct family members who are part of this, uh, who may have had anybody inside this Pulse nightclub shooting, if you are a direct immediate family member, you are told to go to the North Tower, which is around the backside of Orlando Health. And right now, uh, for the rest of us who might be in the area, uh, 
We're now told that the shooter has been identified as Omar Mateen. And uh, you better believe that everybody everywhere is Googling that name right now and looking for him on Facebook and trying to figure out who he was. Uh, Omar Mateen, regrettably for other people that share that name, uh, there, there are quite a few, I, I, quite a few. I, I found at least a half a dozen or so Omar Mateens on Facebook, and uh, and those Omar Mateens are getting inundated with uh, with a, a lot of messages this morning. Uh, we'll certainly learn more. Omar Mateen, we're told, uh, was, uh, that his that he uh, was a U.S. citizen, uh, and his parents are Afghani. None of that has has been confirmed this morning by the FBI or by the FDLE. Uh, we will, of course, continue to work to get additional information uh, about that. News 96.5 WDBO reporter Joe Rubel is now joining us this morning. Joe? Hi, we're at the LGBT Center on North Mills, and this place has been buzzing since about 6 o'clock this morning. I'm told people started to arrive, and what they're doing here is trying to set up support center lines for people to call in and so they can get some information and maybe obviously some support if they need it, certainly if they know anyone who is involved in this tragedy. I just spoke with uh, Rob uh, DeMonico. He is on the board of directors here. I asked him what his thoughts were as he heard about this. He told me, he said, sadly, he feels now Orlando is going to be marked with tragedy for the gay community. But he also feels that the response that he's seeing here today is very positive, that everyone's coming out to try and help those who are most affected by this shooting today. So a quick response here at the LGBT Center on North Mills this morning. And, you know, I, I know that the, the LGBT community uh, is I mean, it's a tight-knit community. I mean, everybody kind of knows everybody, and, uh, and it's a real, I mean, it is a real support network for people who uh, ascribe themselves to that community, Joe. And I would imagine we're seeing a lot of that out there where you are this morning. Indeed, you know, and this is a community that is getting actually a lot of support that have uh, been uh, enacted from Orlando City Hall and all of the events that go on here in Orlando. This is city is kind of a shining beacon for the LGBT community in the southeast U.S. For them, uh, because of everything that goes on here, and I think that I don't know if that made, of course, this community then the target for the shooter. I think wanted to make some sort of point. There are gay clubs everywhere in the community, and I asked Monica about that, and he felt that sadly, perhaps that was the case. He's hoping this was not a shooting, a mass shooting that was directed solely at gay people. But you know, at the outset, that's what it appears to be, and we're going to be getting more information, of course, throughout the day and the days to come about. News 96.5, WDBO reporter Joe Rubel joining us live now. Uh, reporter Charnel Wright has been following this story since very early this morning, and uh, you you spoke with one who witnessed this? Yes, uh, actually I did speak with some people who were down at ORMC. I was there for most of the morning, and that's where the bulk of the victims were taken. Now, again, uh, Heather had men mentioned this earlier, that they're only allowing immediate family into the hospital in the North Tower, where they have set up an area for them to get the information they are so desperately looking for and one of them i spoke with is we're there last night and we need to find out what's going on based off what we've seen on the news 
be, get some information in the emergency, and we're just going over there to figure out what's going on. I mean, we, we really don't know. We haven't heard anything from her at all, so she's completely missing right now. I don't know. Now, at this point, the people I have talked with, especially that woman right there here at the hospital, tell me they're waiting inside the hospital chapel to find out if their loved ones are okay. Some of the people are milling about outside of the emergency area also, as well as that woman I just talked to. They're just waiting inside and just not able to kind of keep it together because they're just waiting and they can't stand the waiting and not hearing the answers they want. And that's also what happened to Miss uh, Liz Rosario, who I talked to. She's having a hard time with it as well. And there's another sound bite in there. Uh, that is the worst question to ask right now, but we're hoping that nothing bad has happened and I don't know, it's in God's hand. And right, as, as a lot of people, as you can see, are, are actually relying on their faith, just like she is, to get through this. Now, some of the injured were brought to Arnold Palmer Hospital and Wendy Palmer as well. But I'm told the bulk of the injured were right back at ORNC, where I could from there throughout the day. News studies right joining us live here this morning uh, to join uh, the hashtag the the trending pray for Orlando. Uh, we're getting a lot of comments from our listeners. If this was a hate crime, they would have attacked last weekend during gay days, not the weekend after. Prayers to everyone. Pray for everyone. We love United States of America. It's 9:37 now. My name is Joe Kelly. We are following the the latest developments from this mass murder inside an Orlando nightclub. As many as 20 people are dead. Uh, this is now said to be the deadliest mass shooting in the United States since Sandy Hook. Uh, we've got some. Laurel, explain to me what this video is uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, of this mass shooting here. Yeah, this is actually a mix. It's somebody standing right outside of the Pulse uh, nightclub, and it's it's hard to tell if it's during police fire with the with the shooter or if it's right after. But there's a bunch of police cars, a bunch of police activities, and then it switches to scenes of police dealing with victims right outside of the club. And you see a lot of people lying down and being tended to. It's a little bit graphic, so discretion advised. But it is raw video from right outside that nightclub. There has been an urgent call this morning for blood donors. We have had questions about blood donors and whether or not people can donate. One blood is asking. Uh, saying that there's an urgent need for O negative, O positive, and AB plasma donors. Uh, Laurel Lee, you are a regular donor because you have the, the super blood. What are, what are you? Yeah, O negative. So O negative is that universal giver. It can go to any anybody that needs blood. This is typically the blood that's used um, for babies. It's also the blood used in emergency rooms when they don't have time to blood test you and all they know is that you're bleeding out and you need blood right now. It's O negative. So when they hear... Uh, when you see a one blood desperately asking for O negative blood, that is why. It's because we can save everybody's life. All right. So here's the statement from one blood this morning. Um, the need for O negative blood donors is real and the need is now. There is a dramatic increase in the demand for O negative blood by area hospitals. And as a result, one blood is urging people with O negative blood to please donate as soon as possible. O negative blood is in constant demand because it is of its universal power to save lives. Um, if you do not know your blood type, it reads, uh, uh, donate blood and the blood center will let you know for a list of uh, blood drives. Click here. Hang on. Let me get to that. I, I'm just, since it's Sunday, I just don't know who's going to be open on a Sunday. 
Uh, did you you look this up, Laurel, to see? I did, and there's there's eight in the Orange County area, but only three of them are open currently. You would think that the uh, buses are going to be sent out near down there as well. They'll be sending out some of their big red buses. Uh, we have a reporter heading down to the One Blood Center, and hopefully when they get down there, they can update us and talk to somebody about where those centers are going to be. Uh, News 96.5 WDBO reporter Joe Rubel is joining us uh, right now from the LGBT Center here in Orlando. Yes, the words I'm getting here, there's no turning back. And uh, what is happening here right now, I'm watching people park their cars, take supplies out of their cars, walk down the sidewalk and into the LGBT Center here on North Mills. They expect this is going to be a very, very long day. The doors open here at 6 o'clock and what they're going to do is already they've set up a hotline and I wanted to pass along their phone number for people who are calling or people who are interested in calling. Uh, they have support. It's also an avenue for people that they just need to vent for some reason. The number to call and this is set up by what I'm called as the Zebra Coalition. It's 407 228 Again, 407-228-1446. The hotline is going to be very important. And licensed counselors, honestly, are already walking through the door. I've seen a few come in and say, hey, I'm a counselor. How can I help you? Uh, this is not only to get people in the community to to be able to speak about this tragedy, but there's going to be issues of survivor guilt here. And so this is also set up to help that as well. As you know, that's, you know, that's very real. Psychologists will tell us that sort of stuff goes on. And I asked him, I asked him if the fact that Orlando being a progressive city in the southeast, being a city that where gay people and straight people together are stand together and uh, the straight people support the gay people when they have accomplishments and successes in their city, whether he felt that that made Orlando a target for a tragedy like this, he felt that that was a possibility. He said there are always going to be people who... Sorry, y'all. My app crashed, but... Oh, it crashed? Okay, let yeah. me... But but it's yep. okay. The re the the recording's still going. I just gotta present. Luckily, me, I remember. Give me where one we second. Let me let me let me You're bring back in. Oh, Deja. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What what's well, going on? My my app my app crashed. But right. You're listening to Radio Connection Live. We do Sorry, apologize guys. for the uh, technical difficulties. Uh, technology sometimes is, is not our, is not always our friend in these uh, situations. And so, so again, we, we do apologize for the uh, technical hiccups. You're listening to uh, very special RCL coverage that we that we pre was presented back in 2016, presenting the Pulse nightclub shootings here on Radio Connection Lab. Again, we do apologize for the technical uh, difficulties that we're experiencing. Um, technology sometimes has its own its own agenda. So, yes. We're, but so we're, what what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick back up on Dave Wall because I want to reiterate how nicely done he put that leading in to before the noon hour of well um, actually uh i got kicked out uh back oh when uh they they were doing um when joe rubel was on and doing the uh uh information from uh the oh uh, oh for the blood for the LGBT center, uh, okay. uh, Joe Rubel back, back in that part of, of the file. Okay. Um, what I can do is I can actually, uh, re, uh, rewind back to that. Well, that's where I got kicked out. I don't know what's going on, okay. but do you, do, do you want me to rewind back to that or does it matter? Or can I just, 
go where I left off. Uh, you guys, yeah, let, let's out. go ahead and my door. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and rewind back to that part. If you're just joining us again, we 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 had a technical uh, issue here at Radio Connection Live. This usually doesn't happen <laughs> during our podcast, but sometimes technology has its own way of, of 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 ruining your day sometimes. But we are again bringing you coverage as it happened of the Pulse nightclub shooting way back in 2016. And uh, and uh, I'm the waiting room. I'm waiting for our, um, and we do have someone who wants to join us. Originally, we were going to save, we were going to save this, uh, say kind of the um, the discussion for later on in the sh- in the show. But I think we can go ahead and do it now, uh, Preston. If you're, if you want to go ahead and, and bring our friend in here, actually, um, she's here. I just admitted. Okay, okay, there we go. Deja, welcome to Radio Connection Live. As we uh, bring, as we present. Life After Pulse, how radio covered the Pulse nightclub shooting. And I think it's important, um, somebody who is LGBT like yourself, how did this, I mean, this is in Florida, you're, you're in, in Houston, Texas. How how did this affect you? And what, 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 what hit home for you the most as somebody who is this, who is the LGBT lifestyle? um, yeah, talking to you. Okay, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll get to Deja in just a in just a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, But we're um, um go ahead. Okay. Um, um. Well, I guess just like how I guess like how we were treated um at that at that time. So when it was going on, how it really affected, how it affected you. You know, you not 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 just you personally, but also the entire LGBT community as a whole. Tell you what. We're going to we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have more discussion coming up. Uh, Preston, you're ready to um to uh, pick back up where we uh, left off. Yes. And we're uh, gonna and so now just uh, now just so you folks know, listening to this right here and on the podcast, it's live as it happens. We have a lot of audio to you know go through and, and a lot of skipping go through. So you'll be hearing me do that. But I I got the file centered and open. So let's just see right, all right, how this all right, goes. All right, all right, let's get back to it. It's Radio Connection Live. So turning back, happening here right now, I'm watching people park their cars, take supplies out of their cars, walk down the sidewalk, and into the LGBT Center here on North Mills. They expect this is going to be a very, very long day. The doors open here at 6 o'clock, and what they're going to do is already they have set up a hotline, and I wanted to pass along that phone number for people who are calling or people who are interested in calling. Uh, they have support. It's also an avenue for people that they just need to vent for some reason. The number to call, and this is set up by what I'm called as the Zebra Coalition. It's 407-228-1446. Again, 407-228-1446. The hotline is going to be very important. And licensed counselors, honestly, are already walking through the door. I've seen a few come in and say, hey, I'm a counselor. How can I help you? Uh, this is not only to get people in the community to to be able to speak about this tragedy. But there's going to be issues of survivor guilt here. And so this is also set up to help that as well. As you know, that's that's very real. Psychologists will tell us that sort of stuff goes on. And I asked him, I asked him if the fact that Orlando, being a progressive city in the southeast, being a city that where gay people and straight people together are stand together and uh, the straight people support the gay people when they have accomplishments and successes in their city where he felt that that made Orlando a target for a tragedy like this he felt that that was a possibility he said there are always going to be people who see that as a threat 
And uh, but he says, you know, we're here and we're going to support each other. And uh, he said something that was quite ominous to me. He says, if we have to, we would die unified, certainly. And sadly, uh, a lot of people did die last night in, in the nightclub. And that's what's going to be going on today here at the LGBT Center here on North Mills Show. News 96.5 WDBO reporter Joe Rubel joining us. Uh, News 96.5 WDBO reporter Josh Miranda is joining us uh, now from One Blood. What's the story there, Josh? This line is out the door. I've only been here for about 10 minutes or so, but it's just been a steady stream of cars coming in here, people walking into the building. Of course, we've been telling you there is an urgent need for O negative, O positive, and AB plasma blood donors. Um, and of course, with, with more than 40 people in the hospital, there is this urgent need for blood donations. They do not seem to be turning anyone away, from what I can tell this afternoon. Uh, right now, we are hearing that they are only open until 2 p.m., uh, but I'm trying to find out if there are any other blood buses or donation centers around that will be open any later. Um, from As soon as I walked in the door, Joe, the first thing I overheard was a staff member saying that she had never seen it this busy, never seen this many people in line. So there's clearly a passionate response here, and just overhearing what people have been saying in line, just saying that they're happy to help, even seeing people in tears in this line. It, it, people really want to get involved and they want to help. And One Blood is trying to tell people that this is the way to help, to donate blood, Joe. Uh, News 96.5 WDBO reporter Samantha Jordan is outside OPD headquarters. Yes, I'm out here. And it is a very emotional scene. And all I'm seeing are people hugging, crying. There's lots of parents coming here, actually, to pick up their children who were witnesses to the shooting. So they're all coming in and out of police headquarters. And they seem to have gotten through the majority of the witnesses that were brought here on a linked bus. Um, but still very, very emotional out here. Somebody just actually showed up because they're looking for their friend. They weren't at the club last night, but their friend was, and they're, they're an emotional wreck. They don't even know what happened to them. And, and to be clear on this, Samantha, when you say parents are there to pick up their children, uh, this was not a minor's club. Uh, this, this was an adult club, an alcohol-serving adult club, but uh, so, so you mean like 21-year-old children, 23-year-old children. That That's what you mean, right? Yes, yes, yeah. It's not a, it's not a teen club. Um, I'm not sure if um, it's 18 and up, um, but yeah, parents are, are over here. I mean, even when they're 23, they're, they're still your that's babies, right. that, you know? So right. if something like this happens, of course, they're, you know, they're coming to their aid, and it, it, it's really terrible. One not? One man that I saw that I asked, you know, because he came out shirtless. He didn't have a shirt on, and he had a blanket wrapped around him. Um, his parents had told me that it was because he had blood all over his clothes. So they, they, threw, the, they threw the shirt away. Tonight our community experienced a very horrific crime. Okay, next to me fell, and there was blood everywhere. The gunman took dozens of people hostage. They started shooting everywhere. You could see him. The person next to me was shot. And what was the last thing you said to him? I love you, and he's going to kill us. This is where Orlando turns first for breaking news. News 96.5 WDBO. Breaking news alert. News alert from News 96.5. It was slaughter on a Sunday morning. Learning more about what was happening at the Pulse nightclub. The deadliest mass shooting in American history. I mean, people were running everywhere and... You know, gunshots were going off, and people were ducking, and, you know, people were falling, so. And what was running through your mind when you started hearing those gunshots fired? I hid behind a palm tree, actually, like a palm tree, and it was going off, like, one after another. And then it stopped for a while, and we were like, okay, should we come out? 
And then after like, uh, I don't know how long it was, but they just started going again, like one after another. Like it stopped for maybe like, I don't know, maybe a few seconds. And then it just started all over again, like like a, rounds after rounds after rounds. Some witnesses said the shots that erupted at the club just after two this morning were keeping beat to the music. When everybody took cover, it was like basically a bunch of cows trying to run from the slaughter. Like everybody, I'm little. Like when I ducked down, I had like five, six people on top of me. Mind you, I have no shoes to prove it. Like my shoes came off and everything. And now we're hearing that responding officers had to push through people to get to the suspect and hit a wall of injured and killed bodies piled up. Just to look into the eyes uh, of our officers uh, told the whole story. Obviously, you know, uh, some of those officers had uh, 20 plus years on. Uh, one of the lieutenants who was one of the first on the scene is a 23 member, 23 year member of the police department and almost 20 years on a SWAT team. And um, you could tell that they were all shaken uh, by this incident, by what they saw. Uh, inside the club. For OPD Chief John Mina, this is the second shooting in two days. The man who fatally shot a former contestant on NBC's The Voice specifically decided to attack Christina Gummy and uh, Gimme that Grimmy that is and traveled to Orlando to carry out his plan. Police say the suspect, 27-year-old Kevin Lubble of St. Petersburg, did not appear to know Grimmy personally. Police say the shootings are not connected. I'm Dave Wall with continuing coverage of the Pulse nightclub mass shootings. It's 11:49. That these people are all standing out in the heat and in the sun. Wow. And so suddenly the call mm. now is not as much for blood donations as it is they need water and fruit juices. Uh, to to help with all of the literally hundreds of people waiting in line right now. Uh, one of those locations is uh, in Altamont Springs. This is actually at the uh, Altamont Springs AMC Theater. Uh, so if you're up uh, this by the Altamont Mall, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're up there by the mall, uh, you can bring by some, some juices and water to those who are standing in line uh, to help with those who would like to donate blood. Before we get into the news here, hang on a second. Before we get into the news, We've heard this talk about ISIS being connected and, uh, you know, this being an Islamic terror. Bill Nelson made a comment about this. Now, Bill Nelson is not just some radical, wacko guy. This is a United States senator, Bill Nelson, with his connection to ISIS. These comments made just moments ago. It's in the lead. Both Senator Dianne Feinstein, the chairman of the Intelligence Committee, as well as uh, I have talked to the assistant director of the Counterterrorism Center. There appears to be a link to Islamic radicalism and uh, not through the FBI, but through other intelligence staff, that there is some kind of connection to ISIS. So uh, the facts will emerge. That is from Senator uh, Bill Nelson this morning. Again, that's not some conspiracy theorist. That is a United States senator who has access to information. Uh, we're going to continue our special broadcast for you here this morning. And, of course, we'll get a, a break now as we get more news and information about what has happened. This is News 96.5 WDBO, where Orlando turns first for breaking news, weather, and traffic 24 hours a day. Live team coverage starts now. 12 o'clock at News 96.5 WDBO, our top story, witnesses talking about what happened at the... And there you have it, WDBO's news coverage uh, from different, different voice. 35 <laughs> until uh, noon, six, almost uh, five and a half hours of coverage 
uh, during that event. And mm-hmm. um, it's radio. Yes, it's radio connection live. And um, we do again, type tech, tech issues. We do apologize uh, for that. Deja is still with us. Deja, as you were listening to the coverage and you and you heard what we were what we were playing, right? Waiting, waiting for her to mute. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I asked her to be here today is because somebody who is LGBT herself, uh, what 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 was running through your mind? I mean, you did you watch this when it as it unfolded uh, back in 2016? Um, I've heard like the the, cur- the coverage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. What was running through your mind as you were as you were listening to that? Does it does it bring do, do, do memories come flooding back or, or something? Well, a, a few of them, <clears throat> not not many, but a few that were starting mm. to. Yeah, you know, well, I, I, I think I, you I think... kind of had to be there, um, you know, to really get the full um, impact of of what was actually going on. I I lived in Daytona at that time, so uh, you know that was just down I four from me. Um, and an interesting couple of interesting um, highlight or notes here. Um, they talk about the shooting of uh, Christina. Yeah. Oh, here, I, here, here, I got Christina Grimmie. Yeah, her. <laughs> I can't talk today. Well, I'm just upset. I'm just very, you know, emotional about Christina Krimi, um, at Grimmie. the at the uh, theater there, and um, about. Well, let's see. That was June. Actually, I was at that theater, uh, sitting in that theater uh, on uh, April the 30th. And uh, I was there to, uh, to I watch a comedy that, show. Uh, you had. Uh, yeah, you, I, you, I, I had gone to uh, I had gone to Orlando to, to uh, see Frank Caliendo who uh, appeared there uh, the end of April. So I, you know, uh, I knew where that happened. I was, I was there. I sat in one of those seats. So I knew that place and I knew what, what had happened. Um, you know, or uh, when, when they talk about that, I, uh, you know, immediately could see, you know, in my mind's eye, the, uh, you know, where that was and uh, the type of room it was and, and so forth and so on. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know, and I, I had to kind of, I, I had to agree with Tim and 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 you know, and Deja, and, and um, unless you were the one sitting in the in the actual still, unless you were there uh, in Orlando, besides besides watching it on television, as many as a lot of us were uh, from the country, you know, I mean, it, it's it's hard it's hard to really get to get your mind around what exactly happened unless you were the one actually there, right? And that's why I think the local radio coverage hits home so hard, even five years later. Um, then about a month after that, um, and I forget exactly when, but anyway, there was a National Federation of the Blind convention in Orlando, and I attended that convention with uh, Chris Newsbaum and uh, John was there, a few of the other KJSC um, radio people. Uh, the station that we were working with the at, boss. Yeah, at yep. that time. And um, uh, everybody else stayed there in the hotel. I have a different plan, and I told everybody how they could save themselves about 100 bucks from cab fares as to uh, get around on, on the Lynx, uh, Orlando Lynx uh, transportation uh, system. And my uh, motel was uh, over in uh, Winter Park. And I got picked up. Uh, after the KJSC 
uh, dinner that we had by a Lynx driver. And I can't find that tape, unfortunately. I wish I could. But um, she told me that her brother was one of those people that had been shot and that um, it, it, it was just something that, that was very, very difficult to, to get over. Even, you know, even a month later, uh, people were still uh, focused uh, on what happened and, and so on. And, and uh, you know, she said it was just surreal that, um, that this had happened and that her, it was her brother, one of the people that got shot was her brother. Her brother went to the club that night and, uh, you know, said goodbye to, to her and she never saw him again. Um, you know, it, 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 it really reflects on what we do here at Radio Connection Live. We're not just a, a show about radio. When there's radio coverage available of an event, we do our best to uh, cover it. And this really changed, as bad as this was, it really changed how we present this show every week because we it's one thing for us to just talk about radio we do that we do that all the time but it's when you hear what what that radio coverage sounded like i was hoping and i was wishing that i could have gotten you know i wish we'd been around when hurricane harvey uh was just tearing texas up and 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 stuff with that but you know we 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 do our best to get the coverage that we can i i want to go around the room here um and uh talk to the other members of the panel here that are here today preston uh, yeah, you really have. I, 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 Tim, Tim said you, you, you would have had, have had to have been in Orlando to really get a feel of what was going on there, right? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, uh, for me, I was, uh, you know, even though I wasn't there, I just by listening to the coverage and seeing and hearing tributes on social media and other mm-hmm. forums, it made me feel like that I was somewhat there. I mean, I, I, I felt bad for the families and uh, I even felt bad for Christina Grimmy too, because she was just getting her start. Cause if you remember, she was on the voice that season yeah. in 2015. So it was yeah, so I mean, heart- yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, I, I couldn't agree more JC, you know, you had already left the state of Florida by that point. Um, what, what were your thoughts? Um, okay. First of all, can you hear me? Okay. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, we hear you. Audio. Okay. Yep. Okay. You're good. Okay. Yeah, we hear you. Just making sure. Um, <clears throat> man, this is wow. Heartbreaking because I was actually still there, but I actually left in 2017, 2017, 2018. I left. And although I was not there in person to witness the whole tragedy, um, I had Twitter at the time and Facebook and when I was viewing social media, Carson Daly, who's the host of The Voice, tweeted the sad news about the shooting in the Post nightclub. And when I heard mm-hmm. that, I just, you know, began to pray because it is such a big, um, ferocious and mysterious moment in not just radio, like Jamie said, but also in the general industry. Well, this is, life. this yeah, is life. life. Yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Because you know it's from the life industry, not only radio, but it's a part of life. You as were living well. in you were living in Orlando at the time. No, no, I actually lived in Coral Springs, right next to Margate. Oh, okay, yeah, I know right yeah. where that is. I used to live in Miami. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you know, and it and uh, but uh, WDBO did such a fine job of covering 
the, the news that day. Uh, and I think that we pretty well captured uh, how, how well they did. And you can hear the stress in their voices. You can hear how tired they are, um, yes. especially Dave Wall. You can hear he's been there for like since probably two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, as soon as he could get there. Uh, and you could hear that in his voice in that newscast. Um, you could hear how tired Joe Kelly was uh, because he anchored that whole thing for uh, over six hours, for about eight hours, actually. He was wow. on the air straight uh, doing that. And yeah, uh, I cut this, it off at noon because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get this information on, you know, uh, spliced up and, and put on our show. So I had to stop recording at the at, at that 12 o'clock newscast, which is why I didn't get the whole newscast. But, um, you know, I, I figured I had gotten a, a pretty good representation of, of what they did, how they did it uh, and, uh, you know, what was happening. And when when we were in Orlando that next month, the people there, there was just um, an aura you have to understand all those people were going through um, the grieving process. Uh, and yeah. if you know anything about the grieving process, you know that there are five stages to that. And everybody that I would meet, uh, including that Lynx bus driver that I told you, was in a different stage of that grieving process. Wow. And, and, and it just depended on who you, who you found or who you talked to. Uh, you could tell from those people that some of those people were in the anger stage. They were very angry about what it happened. Some of them were, you know, in different stages of, of the grief, uh, of the grieving process. Uh, and it just depended on who you happened to talk to. And at that particular time, um, the waiters. <clears throat> Uh, that was at that hotel there uh, for the NFB convention. I, I spoke with her and, and she told me that uh, she had friends uh, that had been there and that they, they managed to escape. They got out alive. But uh, there was a, a feeling throughout the entire city there of um, just just disbelief, really. Mm -hmm. How could this happen yeah, here? Combination How of could disbelief, this worry. Here? Troubles? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I want to I want to go back to our, our guest here uh, for just a second. Uh, um, you know, how how do you grieve in a time where you're in there's how, how do you how do you personally uh, grieve in a time like this? I mean, I mean, I mean, is I mean, it sounds like grieving, especially if it's in a city you don't live in, people you don't even know. Is, is there a process to grief when you're in the like how, how do you personally grieve when you when you hear stories about stories of this especially pe people affecting people that you don't know but people who are living this lgbt list how, how do you grieve in situations like that um you 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 don't because you know um well you know you can you can grieve but it's it's really hard to grieve especially with um lgbt um it's just it's difficult to to grieve um some, you know, it's just like one thing after another, you know, you let this go and then, you know, next thing you know, there's something like come up or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think, and, 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 you know, it's funny. The, the truth is, and, 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 and you, I, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys gonna see what he's talking about. 
LGBT and blind people aren't that different. We, we, I mean, we, we, I mean, because, and the truth is because we, we, we both, both factions have been mistreated in one form or, or another. And it's not just people that are LGBT, people who are blind, people who are in wheelchairs, people who have whatever disability they may be, be dealing with. We've all been mistreated or, in some. Or people who are African American. Mm-hmm. Which, That's which I, well. yep, you know, yeah, which I am. I mean, I, you know, I can't possibly understand, you know, your point of view sometimes. Uh, Thank you. Because I'm not <laughs> African American. Everybody has to understand this from their own point of view. But then we have to take that point of view and try very, very hard, and it's very difficult most of the time to relate that to other people. You know, people look at uh, and people look at people look at somebody like like for, like like for example, you, Deja, and I'm pretty sure they're thinking, oh, my God, there's some kind of mutant. There's some kind of alien because normal people they I, OK, I am tired of the word. I am sick and tired of the word uh, normal. <laughs> oh. Right. I'm tired. Yeah. of hearing, well, well, normal people don't do stuff like that. Let me tell you something, guys. And this is something that I'm. And I and I'm I'm about I'm I'm about, about I'm 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 going places, y'all. So bear with me here. People like Deja, and I'm and and if you are LGBT and you're listening to, to this, maybe you'll listen to it later on. LGBT people are no different than me or Tim or Preston or JC or Ashley, who's usually here but isn't here today. LGBT people are no different. They have families. They have lives. Some have kids. They have jobs. They're no different than anybody else. But yet, they seem to be the ones that keep getting hurt. I just don't, you know, I mean... Help me un- help, help and, me and not to get political on this thing, but one of the problems I have with the Black Lives Matter uh, group of people is I just don't like them because all lives. Why hey can't that's just what I was trying to get at too. all lives matter? You know, I was I was listening to I and I have the audio. I just um, and I've got it recorded, but it's not going to sound very good. I was talking with. Um, how many of you guys know who Al Sharpton is? Uh, never heard of Al oh, Sharpton. Yes. Oh, wait, I, I heard of him. I heard of his name. Yes. Yeah. He's got a he's got a syndicated show called Keeping It Real with Reverend Al Sharpton. It airs on the uh, on the Reach Media Network. Yeah, WPUL um, used to run it. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a chance to, to call into his show when I said, what if a blind person is walking down the street holding our, a cane or a guide dog? Are they gonna shoot and kill us next? They'll kill. They'll kill. Yeah, sure. They'll kill a black person. But what about a blind person? We're just walking down the street, minding their own business, and they're gonna and and they're gonna feel for the, for their lives. And, and it makes me wonder. You know, I'll be honest with you guys. It, is it are we are, are we have to be, do we have to be scared to leave our homes now to even going to the grocery store? And Al Sharp and Al said, you know, Jimmy, I've never thought about anybody with a with a disability how fearful people are of the police now now deja have you heard stories of lgbt people pe- people being shot by the police uh yeah well, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that's gotta be scary for you that's gonna be scary yeah. for you deja because you I mean in and are you told i'm gonna remember now are you are you a vision or are you or are you total or what are you uh, I'm, I'm total Okay. Imagine you walking down the street with your mom. You guys are going to the store to get groceries or you're going to get food or you're going to get whatever. 
and the police just said decided to decide, decide to just open fire for, on you for no reason. Mm-hmm. It does happen. <laughs> and Tim Tim knows all about it. It does happen. You know, and it and it's, you know, the fact that we as people can't get along. People think yeah, that it's the old Rodney King thing. Yeah. People think that LGBT people Deja like yourself, like everybody else, are mutants. They think they're aliens. They think you guys are you know, well, when it comes uh, to blind people, most of them think we're stupid. Yeah, or, or <laughs> either that or we're yeah. quote unquote amazing. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I have flat out told somebody to their face, "Hey, I'm blind. I'm not stupid." I have said. Yeah, I've said. <laughs> I do that too. And I've said that. And I've said that many. I've said that many a time. And and I and I and I've always and I've been a firm believer in that. I think that. I, th- you know, and so somebody say discrimination but, happens to everybody at some point or another. I don't, it I don't does. care who you are or where, what the circumstances are. Uh, discrimination, uh, discrimination is out there. It's going to get you. And, and, you know, but it takes a, an event such as this or an event such as 9-11 to uh, stop, to make us stop our, our paltry little lives and mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, we're all human beings. We're all homo sapiens. Yeah, we're all, we're all, we're all human beings. And, and I'll be honest with you guys. Some of my best friends in the, in the radio community are LGBT. You know, I'm good friends with Ashley from the Joe Show. She's on here in Tampa. Um, obviously, I'm friends with Miss Deja here. You know, we've, we've been friends for some time. And, yeah, and I'll be honest with you. They're, they're the, LGBT. The guy are, that does are, that uh, Hot 101.5 morning show. Miguel, Miguel. Yeah. Oh man, I I called Miguel the, the 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 morning after it happened. I called into the morning show and he was crying. And uh Holly's like, "Jamie, I'll talk to you for a minute. Let's give Miguel a moment, you know." And and I said and, and Miguel said, "No, no, I'll 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 talk with him." And Miguel's like, "What's going on?" And I said, "Dude, I'm so sorry that this happened to not well not to you personally, but to your community." And it's got to be tough for you as someone who is of the gay sexuality of the gay community to see people, people you probably have eaten with and talked to and taken places shot down like that. And he said, Jamie, this happens to us probably more than you realize. And you're not OG, you're not gay. So you don't understand what it, what it, uh, what it all means. And I said, you're right, Miguel, I don't. And I, and I, and I, and I said, what, do we as a community have to do to really show the world, Hey, we may be a little different, but we're not stupid. And this may come as a talk press. And I'm going to send it to you while we're playing our next piece of audio um, here, a really powerful song that, that, that I'm going to use to um, that, that I want us to play after we finish the coverage and then we'll say our goodbyes and do the end credits and things like that. But um, you know, Miguel said, Jimmy, the Jimmy, the fact that you're not judging me for being for being gay and you treat me like a brother mm-hmm. and you and the De- De- guys, Deja, Deja's like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. She's like a sister to me. She, she, she's like a little sister to me. He said, Jamie, you're already doing so you're already doing what, what, what we all need to be doing. You're loving. People. You are loving people. That's and what I, I think that's going to be pointed out fairly uh, clearly uh, in this next piece of, of audio uh, that we're going to run. Um, Let's, let's run that. But my point, my point is that, um, you know, what happens is we have these things happen. We have mass shootings. We have, and by the way, get ready. We're going to have more of them. 
We're going to, this summer yeah. is not going to be, uh, this, uh, what was that song that came out a couple years ago? This summer is going to hurt. Yeah. yeah, this summer's yes. going to hurt. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. This summer is going to hurt because it happens every summer. Uh, these types of things happen and it's, you know, it's the heat. But the thing is, is the only time that we are actually ever pulled together as one is when these kinds of things, 9-11 or this type of thing happen. Uh, mass shootings happen. And that's when we pull together, but we pull together for maybe a month or a month and a half or whatever. And, and then we forget about it. And then we go back on our, you know, in our, our separate lives and we just, all of that togetherness stops. And that's, you know, that's the problem. That's the problem. We need to live our lives in this way. And I think that's what the Lord Jesus Christ was telling us. Indeed. And most importantly, we also got to remember that even though that we have loved ones and friends go before us, we have to continue their legacy. And we have to like, you know what I'm trying to get? We have to uh, make them proud from up above, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. So one of the things that you're going to hear, and I was talking about this uh, earlier, the five stages of grieving, and I wish I had written that, <laughs> written them down because I don't remember all of them now. Um, but you will hear in this next piece uh, some of that because that's what you, that's what I ran into when I went to Orlando, as I, as I said earlier. Everybody was in a different stage of handling this situation, of trying to trying to figure out, you know, where they were in this situation. And um, what happened, though, was that WDBO, after the main coverage uh, that you just heard, uh, just kept it local all week long. Uh, They kept it local. That was a Sunday. I think they went back to regular programming sometime on Thursday, Friday, and they kept it local. And everybody had an opportunity to call in and talk to them and you know, express their opinion. Um, Drew Garabo, who is now working at uh, 102.5 The Bone, and soul brother Kevin, who is also used to work at uh, Real Radio 104.1. Now, I never liked Drew Garabo. I always thought he was just too flippant, too, I don't know, just too quick to put people down and, and so forth and so on. I just never liked the guy much until I heard him doing the 9-11 coverage on Real Radio when he was still in Orlando. And I happened to be, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, I happened to be in Orlando the day after 9-11 went down, or not in uh, Orlando, Daytona Beach, uh, after, the, after the day after 9-11 went. And I mean, he just did a remarkable job of, um, it, it was a complete and total change in his uh, personality and the way that he normally conducted uh, his himself and his uh, radio show. Uh, you will hear some of that coming up on the uh, last 15 minutes of audio, because what they did was they, all the Cox stations got together, and since they had all this time to fill, uh, they decided that they would put Drew and uh, Soul Brother Kevin, who had done a significant amount of uh, time at Real Radio 104.1 on the air, to do um, a talk show for a night. And uh, I absolutely, as a radio freak, had to capture some of this. So that's <laughs> what we're about to hear now. And you will hear in the different callers, you will hear the stages of grieving going on. It's Radio Connection Live. Enjoy. Man, our, before I play this, five years later to the victims of the Paul shooting, our thoughts 
and our prayers are with you all to this day. Amen. Here's Amen. part two of our special presentation. News 96.5 WDBO, Orlando Strong. Good evening. My name is Drew Garabo, along with soul brother Kevin. We represent uh, some pretty significant years when it comes to nighttime talk radio in the city beautiful. Both of us now in Tampa, Florida, but pleasure and an honor to be with you tonight as Orlando continues to heal from the worst mass shooting in the history of the United States of America. Here to take your phone calls, to lend you an ear, to give our thoughts and opinions in minimal doses, 844 844- 220-0965 is the number. And I just have to say it is such an honor to finally be on the same radio station as the great Scott Inez, the voice of your Orlando Magic. Oh, yeah, go Magic. Love Scotty very much. And I uh, can't wait for Magic season to start back up again. And gosh, I sure would love to sit in the studio with him and talk about some Magic basketball. Because I got to say, Frank Vogel, he's going to turn this team around. Oh, I did have a chance when we were in the studio Monday. And he's very excited about Vogel. But he says it's going to come down to what we can do in free agency. So couldn't agree more. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily think the team's going to get a Kevin Durant, but uh, well, maybe, I think anything's possible. Anything is possible. That's the beauty of the off season in the National Basketball Association. So a shout out to Scotty Inez, and let's talk to Al on line three. Al, welcome uh, to News ninety six five WDBO. My name is Drew. He's soul brother Kevin. How you doing? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I just want. I just want to say that um, you know um, I remember back to nine eleven when. Um, you know the emotions were were running high, and you know the the, the country was in such a state of I believe shock at that time, just like now. So everybody was uh, they had the love, humanitarian ship, kindness, and all that going, flying the flags mm-hmm. and everything like that. But sure. at the end of the day, three months down the road, it seems like all that had just died under. And, and, and right now, right now, you know, it's like everybody's on on this roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. Oh, let's right. help, let's help, let's help, let's love, let's love, let's love. Right. But what are we going to do six months from now when, 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 <sighs> when, when, everything's, when everything's done? And, and my, right. my, my thing is, my, and my thing is, let us not forget, you know, how many times, you know, we talk about love. We had an opportunity to love each and every day when we see a homeless veteran or we see somebody in the homeless community or we see somebody mm-hmm. with a mental illness. What, what type of services are we offering them instead of giving them the runaround? Let's remember that. Yep. You know, let's not, let's not, it's a shame that it takes a tragedy to bring yep. a country together. But it is. let's not forget that we're all... Yeah. I think what we can do, Al, is we can certainly remember how we felt on September 12th, 2001, and carry those uh, those lessons that you just spoke with us, which is don't let the sense of unity and community subside. Continue to love your fellow man, and let's not get so divided over a political race or the way you feel about guns that we forget that we're all Americans and all in the same gang. And, Al, I think to answer your question, I think it starts with, with you. And people like you, and and keeping it alive, and and doing things to, to to reach out to people, and 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 show them that sense of community. Exactly. I mean, you know, I I just I just want to say, let's not focus on the the, the culture or the ethnic or the ethnic community as a whole, because there was all walks of life that that, that have been lost, that have been touched, that have been affected. So let's not just get caught up in. That this this was a uh, a, a Latinite a Latino thing or, or or a or a gay community thing. This wasn't this was a terror attack on humanitarianship. Right. Yeah, we, we no we doubt about that it. because we we had victims. We were sitting in the hospital giving their testimonials from out of town, from out of state. 
that were of, of other walks of life. So this is about humanitarian shit. That's all I'm saying. Let's not, let's not lose focus. Sure. Thank you, man. I appreciate it very much, Al. Thank you very much. Not so certain humanitarianship is a word, but I do appreciate the phone call. I think it affects, it affects us all. Yeah. No I mean, doubt. you know, if you live in this country, you love this country, it, it, it happened in this community. It could happen in any community. It shows you how small the world is, how small the country is, and it affects everyone, even if you don't think so. Yeah, and the saddest, one of the saddest things about this happening in a city like Orlando is the fact that Orlando has always been so inclusive and coming up through the, the dance music scene of the uh, early 90s, the mid 90s, the late 90s, oh, yeah. straight dudes like me would go to Southern Nights. Straight dudes would go to Parliament that House. That was the beauty of Orlando. I would tell people that I moved into, to Orlando in 98 and I would say, man, everybody parties together here. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. You don't have to go to this club because no. of this. You everybody's together, right? Yeah. You walk into a gay club and you're not you're not looked down at with scorn because you happen to be with a girl or you happen to be straight. And can I say this? Um, because I don't know if the perception was real. I don't know if it was deserved. There was a certain innocence Orlando had. Maybe sure. it was from the Disney perception, but we. I feel like that innocence is lost now. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like I totally. I'll mean. never think about Orlando or as I call I call it home still. Like you know mm -hmm. in my heart. I'll never think of it again without thinking about the tragedy. But we will be able to move on past this, and then life will go on, yep. and we will get stronger, and, and people will come together. No doubt about it. Let's not lose the sense of unity that we feel right now. John in Altamont, Online 5, the uh, city of Altamont. Again, one of those cities where I grew up, and we would go out there, and there would just be the Altamont Mall and the Interstate Mall and the Interstate 6 movie theater mm -hmm. and the Calico Jacks where Carrot Top shucked oysters as Scott Thompson. Right. And now it's nothing but gridlock from one end to the other. How you doing, John? <laughs> hey, Drew, it's your good buddy John over in Altamont Springs. How are you, man? It, hey, it is great to good. hear your voice over here in the 407, man. Well, thank you. I hate that it has to be under these auspicious circumstances, John, but it is certainly an honor to be back on the airwaves in Orlando. Yeah, no, good. I, I Listen, I, I have all I already have all the utmost respect for you as it is, Drew, but I, I appreciate you and... Uh, and uh, soul brother kevin stepping up and um you know doing this as an adjacent uh community over in tampa um you know this is this is i mean you guys know what a great city orlando is um <clears throat> and this isn't just about orlando it's not just about florida it's not just about the country it's about the world and the impact that, uh, that this unfortunately has 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 put on the world and i just i just wanted to say how much i appreciate you guys stepping up and and you know, I think it was it was Soul Brother Kevin that mentioned. You know, we need we need some good news. And I'll tell you what, we've had a rough week over here, a really, sure. really rough week. And um, I'll tell you what, you know, you hear about you know when we when we're watching stuff and you know things that happen in New York or in Boston or in San Bernardino, California, you hear about how the community comes together. But I'll tell you what, you really don't know until you're part of it and right. that's the good news that i want i mean you guys got to get over here Drew, you wouldn't believe everybody everybody is coming together all walks of life all religions all everything and it's unbelievable it's an outpour from the community and outside the community and it's it's that's the good that, that's the good news i mean it just shows you really and truly what americans are all about and i i'll tell you what it's it's, it's unfortunate uh as the other caller said it's unfortunate that it takes a, a tragedy uh traumatizing tragedy like this to do it 
but it really shows the strength. And I really didn't know, you know, you would read about the other communities and how they came together, but mm-hmm. until you're part of it and you see it, you really don't know. And it, it, it's unbelievable the strength of all these people coming together to, to, in, to support this whole deal. For sure. Well, Ben, thanks for finding the silver lining in the gray cloud, John. It's always great to hear your voice, my man. Uh, hope you and hey, the family man. are well, and I hope to see you soon, man. Thanks for checking in, bud. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. And let's get your son over for the summer before uh, before we have to get, get these kids back to school, all right? I'm certainly down with that, my man. Take it easy, all right? Okay, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. See you, John. Uh, News 96.5 WDBO. I'm Drew Garabo. He's soul brother Kevin. The number is 844-220-0965. Candace, you're up next. Candace, welcome to uh, News 96.5. I'm Drew. He's soul brother Kevin. Hi, Candace. Hey, Drew. I don't know if you remember me or not, but you're good friends with my brother, Jerry Johnson. Absolutely. Okay. So I met you in his backyard, and I might be, I feel like you were trying to be positive about Orlando. And uh-huh. I might be a little late in the game now because I'm feeling sad by the recent call. Okay. But I just want to say this is really a time warp for me. And I appreciate it because I remember listening to you after 9-11 and living in Orlando. And now I'm listening to Jacksonville, listening through Jacksonville to you online. And um, it's nice to just step back in time. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's it's such a weird feeling as a broadcaster when events like September 11, 2001 take place and when the Orlando mass shooting takes place. Because on one hand, you take great pride in the fact that people might find comfort in hearing your voice. And on the other hand, you absolutely hate that it takes something like this for us to take a step back and to not be so ready to go at each other's throats over polarizing right. issues. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if it helps people heal... Uh, to get their feelings out there on the table, as long as they're not espousing violence or intolerance. I'm all about listening to what people have to say. I agree. I agree with you. I just wanted to bring back the positive memories to Orlando, and that definitely, you definitely put a smile on my face. Well, thank you, Candace. Great to hear you, and you definitely put one on mine as well. I hope you have a wonderful night, and uh, your brother's still one Thanks. of my best friends. So have a good one. Great. All the, yeah, everybody I know. Bye Take it easy. There are people flipping around the dial now, and they're hearing you, and they're hearing us, and and they're like, what is going on? Right. Like, what has happened to my nighttime radio? Why are these guys on the air with us? Don't worry. It's not a permanent thing. We appreciate the opportunity, though, to be able to connect with Orlando. Yeah. Thanks to our uh, our sister station, News 96.5 WDBO. By the way, we're both on in the afternoons. Uh, You can check us out on theboneonline.com and download the 102.5 The Bone app. We have a little show called Drew Garabo Live. Every day from 2 to 6. It's not quite what you hear right now. It tends to be a little bit faster pace. I'd like to say significantly more comedy. And by that, he means the opposite of what we're doing now. Pretty much. Not so much patience and tolerance, but a whole lot of yelling and laughing. Uh, Bob in Longwood, where I used to live, shout out to the 32750. Bob, how you doing, man? What's up on State Road 434 tonight? Uh, you know, uh, thank you for taking my phone call. You know, it says time for healing. You know, you're not gonna bring, you're not going to bring back these people. What we need to do is find out what's going on. I mean, what is going on? You know, these people, I, I really don't know. You tell me. Oh. The only thing I don't know. I you tell see, me. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Why does okay. all these young kids, young people mm. die in a club and having a good time right. and someone I can't understand? You know, I mean, we got to find out what's going on. Why are they killing our young people? Why are they killing anybody? Let's find Who's out what's they? going on. Who, oh, I'm, well, I'm I mean, sorry, you know. I'm sorry. I just, the whole thing, like I said, now it's the time uh-huh. to let these people let these people do what? Let these people have their ways. You know, I mean, they're gone. Let them rest. Sure. Let's well, worry I, that's alive. Let's, let's worry about the people that it's alive. What's going on in this country? 
I don't know what is going on Thank in this you. country. But may I ask how old you are? What do you think? What do you think? I'm going to tell you one thing. How do you get 49 people dead in a club? And who killed them? What's going well, on in this uh, country? What's going on right now? I don't know, Bob, Bob. Why don't you tell me what you think is going on in this country? You seem to have a lot of questions, but you well, know, you I, probably you know, have. I see young people. I see young people going out having a good time, getting killed for no reason. Right. Me too. That's a sad thing. Yes, yeah, it's a very sad thing. But guess what? We got to find what? out why. Well, I, I think it would take it. Why? I think that's what everybody wants to know, man. Yeah. I mean, it is just a process, and no, you might never get your answer. It. Well. But how do we do it, Bob? I mean, a psychological profile was done on this guy who is a, a security guard, a professional psychiatrist or psychologist. I can I'll never remember the difference between the two. I know one can prescri uh, prescribe medicine, the other can't. But they looked at this guy and said, yeah, he's perfectly fit to be a security guard still. No mental issues. So if someone who went to college a lot longer than I did to study people's brains couldn't figure it out, I don't know if I can figure it out I, either. I think maybe I'm not speaking for Bob, but I think that when you hear that he, the, the FBI had a profile on this guy and they talked to him what two or three times, yep. then you don't want to hear that he did something. Correct. Like we we already knew something was up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. His dad knew. His wife knew. His it, first wife knew. Um, his coworkers knew. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, now, unfortunately, we know. So. I wish I could tell you, Bob. I, I wish I had answers for you, my friend. I think the way you fight hate is with love. The way you fight intolerance is through understanding and compassion. And that's probably the best thing that we can do right now. Would you agree? No. No? What do we do then, Bob? I think he's gone. I think he is too. I think he hung up. I mean, you know, people are still, this is still raw. Sure. Sure, and I'm not here to tell you that the way you feel is wrong, Bob. And we don't have all the answers. None if we them. did, we would have been given them an hour ago. No question about it. I'll, I do appreciate the phone call. I certainly understand your frustration and confusion because I have a good amount of it myself. Uh, thank you. 844-220-0965. A lot unsaid in that phone call, I think, and perhaps that's for the best. We'll take your phone calls on the other side of this break. We are here until roughly 9 o'clock. My name is Drew Garabo. His name is Soul Brother Kevin. I'm on Twitter at, at Drew on the radio. He is at the Soul Brother. We'll return with more of your calls, thoughts, and opinions on News 96.5 WDBO. Now, the three big things you need to know. Three. The FBI and OPD updating the investigation on the Pulse nightclub terror attack earlier this afternoon. We're doing our best to work as efficiently and as effectively as possible. But remember, our goal is to maintain the integrity of the crime scene and the evidence that we collect. Two. The country music community and our sister station, K92.3, coming together for Orlando with a concert to benefit the Pulse Victims Fund. You can find info and tickets at News96.5.com. One. The body of the two-year-old boy dragged by an alligator into the Seven Seas Lagoon at Walt Disney World has been recovered. The sheriff said the boy's body was intact. The family visiting from Nebraska. Orlando terror attack. Our city reacts. I wanted to give an update on one blood. They are taking names and phone numbers to make appointments over the next few days. When I hear somebody say it's not a big deal because it was against the gay community, that infuriates. Yeah. We're all Americans. We need to support each other, love each other, and we will not be defined by a hateful shooter. News 96.5 WDBO. Waving to someone and then realizing you don't know them. And uh, there you have some of... Uh, talk-type programming. <clears throat> that, wow. Uh, that was recorded um, yeah. about, uh, well, let's see. It happened on Sunday. I believe I recorded that on Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. The video it, just it, went wall-to-wall -wall for the next uh, four days with uh, that type of 
programming and especially with that very last the first call and the last call you can you yeah. can hear the different phases of grieving that people were going through back mm. then mm. yeah uh preston it, 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 um, you'll get that mark Lowe song up that i sent you please uh about what um, i was gonna ask you because because i actually got both songs do we want yeah play yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah we'll play the mark Lowe song first and then we'll do some commentary and stuff uh you know it, it, it you know it's you know and it's 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 disheartening and you know i i could hear the anger in bob's voice i was listening to it i could hear the anger in bob's voice oh it just went from one extreme to the other you could hear the love yeah. in some of those voices and you could hear the anger in some of those voices and then you could hear the just i don't know what's going on why is this happening you know, you know, you, you know, you know, it's funny you say that cause, uh, because I, people, people there, as, as I said, cause I went, I was over there and I, I, I talked to people, uh, when I was there and you could just tell, you know, the different, the different stages of, of grieving and acceptance and, and confusion and not understanding and trying to make sense out of a situation that doesn't make sense. And I, we're I, all going through I have to applaud Cox Media Group because all the stations in the state of Florida that Cox owned came together. Uh, yes, hot one hundred one point five was 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 they had the folks from uh, what, what is it uh, Power ninety five point three uh, on the air with them, and they were talking about this. And it, and well, I love day, it when all the Cox stations came came together in the Orlando market. Uh, you you know yeah you yeah K ninety two did a concert for them. Yeah, ninety two. You had uh, DBO. You had ninety eight nine MMO. You had uh, all the stations. What's, yeah, what's and I, Star I'm sure did too. Um, um yeah 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 MMO anyway, was no, there. They Star. all came together, and all the people that worked at those radio stations came in to help out and to do talk shows. And also now, these people are not talk hosts. These people yep. are, uh, you know, are music oriented DJ, but they actually, you know, they came together and they, they helped out uh, to present this, this incredibly well done news coverage mm -hmm. on all the and talk stations. I reached out to Ellis and Tyler from Z88 and Ellis and they, they, don't, they usually don't pray on the air. But they did that day, and, and they spent the whole Z morning show taking calls and letting people know, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. Now, Deja, what emotions do you have? I mean, I mean this is five years ago. What emotions are running through your mind as you, as you hear this? I'm ready to lose you, of course. Because um, it's, for me, I'm going to be honest with you, and we, okay. I think for me, it appears to be anger because... I, before I became a Christian, I was one of those people that said, gay people are an abomination. God doesn't like that. Da, 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 da. I, too, was one of those people. Now, I never shot, shot or killed anybody, but I, too, thought like that. You know, I, I too, thought like that. But once I got, once I got saved and became a Christian, I, my, my whole demeanor changed. Deja, what, 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 what emotions are, are you feeling now, even having, hearing all this, hear, hearing these, these people's voices and hearing, what, hearing these thoughts like that? Um, um, maybe, probably anger, mostly anger. Mm -hmm. um, just 
Yeah, because you're yeah, because you're sitting there thinking, okay, how the heck, like, why in the world would this happen? Why would someone do this? Uh, according to what I found out later, that Omar Mateen, the guy who did all the shooting, was gonna was he? I guess he thought he was helping ISIS or something like that. It's, I'm like, really, really? And they they did a, I guess they they, they did diagnostic work on him. They they couldn't find anything uh, wrong with him. Um, but you don't really know what people are doing. You know, it's funny. You don't know what people are going through behind closed doors. You just That's don't. True. You just don't. You, you, you know, I, you know, I used to, you know, my mom works with special needs kids and she'd say, oh, these kids need their butt speed. These kids need, these kids need. I said, once these kids, once those children, once they get on their respective buses and go to, and go to their respective homes, you don't know what they're going through. I guarantee you that, that, that kid that you say needs, needs her butt, well, probably, probably probably get sexually assaulted every night you don't know you don't know and i want to we're not a music show but i felt led to play these two we're not going to play them playing back to back because because they take they take a while to queue up but preston um spin that because country the country music community really really came together uh i didn't go to the concert that k92 put on but the country it just shows how yeah, powerful that, that was pretty was. cool that k92 got uh, got together a, a concert so quickly Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that was like that was. they were the main uh, number one uh, country station in that market at that time. I think they still are. Yeah, <laughs> I think they still are. I think so too. I haven't checked the ratings in a while, but yeah, Pre- uh, Preston, throw on that Mark Will song, and uh, and I, um yes. uh, for, for for the listeners, uh, guys, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna, um um here's some music to think by, and we have two of these. So here's some music to think by. Here's Mark Wells. It's called Don't Laugh at Me on Radio Connection Live. Yes. And just so you guys know, I do not have the pro YouTube account, so you will get an ad or two. So let these play out and we will. Yeah. We're, yeah. 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 I'm about to Facebook. Okay, here we go. There's a survey. I think. Hey, it's fine. I'm a little boy with glasses. The one they call a geek. A little girl who never smiles Cause I've got braces on my teeth And I know how it feels To cry myself to sleep I'm that kid on every playground Who's always chosen last A single teenage mother Trying to overcome my past You don't have to be my friend is it too much to ask? Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we're all the same. Someday we'll all have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. Triple on the corner You pass me on the street I wouldn't be out here begging If I had enough to eat And don't think I don't notice That I rise never meet I lost my wife and a little boy Someone crossed that yellow line The day we laid them in the ground is the day I lost my mind And right now I'm down 
thin, I'm short, I'm tall, I'm deaf, I'm blind, hey, Way back in the 90s, that's Mark Wills on Radio Connection Live with a really powerful uh, song 25. there. I, I, I had to, I had to put that yeah. one in. And Tim, and Tim, and Tim, I, I felt, I thought, I thought we had to play that one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very good. Very and good. I thought we had to, to play it because. Well done. You know, that we're, song we're, always speaks to me too when I hear you know stuff going mm-hmm. on like this. And, yeah, exactly. And 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 I. I, thank you. And I, I have one more coming up. So don't, so don't, so, so don't, so don't do not quite yet. But uh, it, it's amazing to me how the country music community came together and just threw a concert together that fast, first of all. And, and honestly, if, if, if it was me, I would have, I would have, um, I would have had all the Cox conversations broadcast the concert, even those that aren't in the country format, if it was up to me, because that's so important. And, you know, um, you think about what he said in that song, I think that we spend so much time judging people. It's amazing. It takes something like what happened five years ago to really put life into perspective for a lot of people. I think that it takes something like a shooting or a pandemic or something to think about what we take for granted until we lose it. And, you know, we take something, and I said this uh, last week, I think, we take streaming for granted until we lose it. We take life for granted until it's taken away. We take, we take people for granted until they're gone. And so why do we spend so much time judging other people for skin color, for their sexual orientation? Because really they're, they're just like, you know, they're just like you, they're just like me, you know I mean? So, so what if, if this person, this girl likes another girl? She's still a human. So what if? So what if this guy's in a wheelchair? So what if this guy's, you know, you know, um, you know, has has a, a, a prosthetic leg? It doesn't make them any less of a person. Preston, go ahead and cue that Garth Brooks song up right quick. It doesn't sure. make them any less of a person than any than 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 any of us. And the truth is, guys, LGBT people like Deja are actually pretty. Are actually kind of fun. They love to have fun. They love to go out to eat. They love to, in fact. Um, I set Deja up with one of my streaming services. Deja loves to watch a lot of the, the stuff I like to watch. Um, and so she likes girls. Big deal. You know something? She's still human. She's not an alien from some other planet. And she's blind. She's, she's also part of the blind community as well. And it's really, it really shows just how much we had to learn how to love people. Because it's all about, because and Preston, if you're ready, it's all about people loving people. Here's Garth Brooks on RCL. Doctor, you ain't got a pill For whatever's making this world ill 
should forgive inside a store And peace, it's a politician's war You won't find no resolution in the bottom of a bottle In the stars of Aristotle The only answer to the problem is people Loving people I had to pull out, like, I, I might have pulled off the internet really, really fast. <laughs> it's really, it's Radio Connection Live. That's okay. Either way, we're a powerful song. Nonetheless, Garth there and people loving people, which I think we should all learn uh, how to do. And if, if you don't know how to love people and you spend well, all your time. Actually, here's a question, Jamie. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't know how to learn how, how to learn how to love people, then why are you here, Ben? Good point. You're, you're <laughs> if you love, can't love people, then why are you here? Exactly. And, you know, and, you know, and, and it's important. I think it's important that we learn how to love people. I think Jessica Garth says, you know, we're afraid of what we're afraid of what we don't understand. I don't understand why girls sleep with other girls, but you know, something I'm not supposed to understand it. And, and it doesn't make them any less human. Well, guys, final thoughts before we go. Um, uh, Tim. We've all expressed um, platitudes and, um, Hopefully, we will remember the feeling and thoughts. Of course, I know the show is certainly not going to change the world. If uh, we were able this afternoon to uh, make we'll stop for a second and think, then perhaps I've accomplished something good with. Um, let me just um, say that when no, and, when, when I, we don't for, we don't. For, and let me also say yeah. when I when when I got the idea for creating Radio Connection Live back in 2012, I really didn't think about what this would turn into. And then as the show grew and expanded and then we 
And then when we left the air back in 2018, I had a hunger to continue the legacy of Radio Connection Live. And I didn't know what form it would take. And I kept playing with it over and over again. Do we want to take it to another radio station? Do we want to do something? And then, then the idea for a podcast launched. And now here we are with Radio Connection Live, the podcast. And the amount of people that we've talked to along the way and, and that we've met along the way, it's amazing to think people from all walks of life. And I hope that today's show has inspired somebody to, to stop and really think about what's important and to give people a greater respect for those around them. You know, wh- when you hear about shootings like this, it makes, it makes our little problems, it makes, it, it, it makes the problems that we think are earth shattering, not as bad as we make them out to be, you know? It may, you know, it makes people, if like, for example, if someone talks bad about us, it makes the, it makes that seem very minuscule compared to people losing their lives in a nightclub that they, no one, no one could, no one could ever plan for that. And I hope that today's program has really encouraged someone somewhere to look at their own life and to really think about what is so bad in their own lives that they would sit there and judge somebody because they're gay or straight or blind or autistic or Down syndrome or whatever. And I hope that with this program, you can be a friend to somebody who you don't normally talk to. You know, I've got, I've got a dear friend right now who's been calling me for the last hour and a half named Lexi, listens in Decatur, Georgia. Almost been, I'm going to hang out with her for a little bit. We're going we're gonna to do a virtual hangout meet, just, just me and her, you know. And, and it, you know, we have friends from all walks of life who, who maybe – just maybe, what if that person just needs a friend to help them get through the tough times? What if that girl that's and bullied on the playground just needs that one person they can talk to? And you know something else? Jamie, can I add something quickly about that? Sure. Uh, during the pandemic, Clubhouse launched and it brought us all together virtually. Mm-hmm. And all these tech apps launched as well. Oh, sure. You know, you, you know, but that that special friend might just be you. Deja, Yes. I, uh, I'm just sitting here listening to what you've said. I think you being in the ministry yourself, mm-hmm. I think that's an appropriate time to pray. I'd be happy to, but, um, but before we do that, I want to, uh, Deja, um, if you're still with us, any final thoughts? <clears throat> if not, I can go. Yeah. G- yeah. Give her a chance to making sure we haven't, uh, lost her. Okay. Deja, Deja, any, uh, final thoughts? Um, well, all right then, JC. Uh, JC, what about you? And then, and then Preston, and then, and then I'll pray. First of all, uh, those those two songs were very emotional to me because I I've never actually heard those songs, never. Uh-huh. And when I heard them, I was thinking oh. back at what happened with you know with like what Jamie said and Preston. They all said about you know the shooting, the pandemic, everything, and and the apps bringing us closer together. But as you know, Jesus said, there is a friend that sticks closer. Than so go to the back. And uh, you know his name is Jesus, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. So uh, Preston, if you're ready, share your thoughts. Otherwise, Jamie, go ahead and close us out. Yeah, uh, Preston, go I ahead. Do- <clears throat> Yep, I do want to say that, you know, going back to what we covered on this episode just today, 
we are here for a reason and we still need to keep doing the Lord's work and always make time for one another. Even though we all have our differences and we all are going through something, that doesn't mean we should take it out, our frustration, our anger over, you know, to over millions of people. We got to keep a positive light in our mindset and always, you know, never do no wrong. But we got to realize too, if we all have something on our mind that's wearing us down or bearing us down, we we just got to remember to make sure to talk to someone. Um, uh, Deja, can you mute, please? (laughs) It's kind of loud. Or or I got it. Uh, Anyway, we just got to remember to talk to someone that we trust about these issues and care about. Um, we just got to, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm I, I think I know what you're, what you're trying but, to but say. We, we, just, have we to... just got to make, yeah, I got it. We, we just got to make sure that we uh, talk to someone to trust, talk to someone who cares because we are here for a reason. And, but ending, it's not the answer folks killing and, Regretting it's not the answer. We got to come together and realize, hey, what can I do to make this world a better place? That's kind of what I was trying to get at. But like I said, yeah, a lot yeah, of you in my mind. But it, it, yeah, I feel you do. I feel you. You know, it's it, that's really important. And, uh, you know, killing people isn't the answer. You know, hating people isn't the answer. But we have to learn how to love people through this. And let's go ahead and pray. And then I'll uh, say one, one more thing and then we'll and then we'll go home. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this time we spent together this afternoon. We thank you for helping us to see what is truly important. It's easy to think that people who are a little different than us, because they may like something different than we do, it's easy to think that they don't matter. But they do matter because you created them. They may not dress the way we do or act the way we do or think or think the way we do, but they're still people. And Lord, as we go forth with the rest of our evening and up into tomorrow and beyond, we ask, Lord, that you show us how to love people who we think don't deserve it. Teach us how to have a greater respect for those that we meet, whether they've said something we didn't like, said something we just didn't agree with, or whatever the case might have been. Lord, we learned today that life is too short to be hating people for no reason. Life is too short to hold grudges. Lord, help us to see the good in those around us. Help us to to respect those who we come into contact with. And Lord, help us to be a light to those that we meet. I thank you, Lord, for all the opportunities that you give us, not just myself, but everybody on this team to to make a difference. Thank you, Lord, for for those tapes (laughs) that Tim had all these years that help us to bring the material to life. And Lord, I continue to pray for those victims of the Pulse shooting. They're gone, but they'll never be forgotten. Lord, I thank you for Cox Media and what they did to really bring awareness to what's going on. And Lord, as we leave today, Lord, help us to give us opportunities to make a difference in the life of someone who may be LGBT, who may be struggling with disabilities, who may be whatever situation they may be going through. And Lord, as we go forth, Lord, we ask that you show us a person or people who we can share your love with, because the truth is they're just like us. They're just... They may think differently, Lord, but they're still your children. Help us to see them as people, not as abominations, not as weird creatures. Help us to see them just as you do. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen.
It is Radio Connection Live, and oh boy, we have had a interesting day. What with the? Uh, by the way, Preston, uh, Tim, if you can edit out that uh, glitch we had uh, during the um, um, the uh, 96.5 five coverage, because we because you know we had a crash during the middle of that. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I'll send sure it to. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, mm-hmm. if you guys have any questions or comments for us, send us an email or find us on social media. Every, Facebook is Radio Connection Live. Twitter is RCL, the podcast. I want to thank Tim for the audio. Deja, thank you. Uh, you know, De- De- Deja's never, De- Deja, I don't think you've heard our show before, have you? She probably hasn't. But um, and, and, and if you're new to us and maybe you're finding it for the first time, I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and, and, and give us a rating that, that helps listeners uh, find us. And yeah, this, um, this has been a very different show for us, uh, different from what yeah. we usually do here. And uh, I promise you our, our podcast, our next podcast coming up is going to have a lot more fun and be a lot more light and, and get back to the, to the radio stuff that we normally do. But uh, you know, this just shows everybody <laughs> that we, just... we are a very versatile podcast and we're a very versatile program. It's one of the things I strived uh, to get us to uh, when I was uh, helping out uh, doing that back, I was doing those recordings. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, I, I hope we've all learned something and have uh, taken a moment to, to stop and think. Yep. And, and, and Deja, what do you think? You, 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 you've never been here before. So what do you think having, having listened to our show and having, having been on the show today? What do you think of, of, our, of our radio program? Um, I think the radio program is it's great. Um, nice to kind of um, air out, you know, the, the feelings that, you know, we've had when that happened five years ago. Um, yeah, I think it was, you know, nice. I thought it was cool that, you know, we were able to talk about this. By the way, me and by the way, Deja, me, me, um, um, at some point, me and you, me and you got to, me and you got to hang out on Facetime because I, I, um, I got to catch up on, on on Deadly Women on Discovery Plus, so we got to spend some time catching up on that. I okay, I, I've cool. been out the loop for a while, man. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah guys thanks so much for hanging out with us today on radio connection live next time next time we, we got we got some big surprises planned for you all uh next week and uh by the way if uh ne- next and- week next monday we are going to school you <laughs> it's gonna be exciting and by the way make sure that you rate our podcast and if you haven't done so already subscribe in and tell your- a friend about us let's get some oh, more people yeah indeed oh, yeah that's another thing. I, I can tell well. you, for example, the, mm-hmm. our club, by the way, Tim, I, I'll, I'll, I'll actually email you the club deck link this weekend. But our club not, our club meets are getting popular as well. Yeah, oh, they yeah, are. Club, yeah, yeah Clubhouse. Club too. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And by it's the, called the Radio Connection. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and folks, if you haven't done so already, tell a friend about Radio Connection Live and send them some episodes. You know, we, we have a lot of fun around here. We... I mean, I mean, and we've had some interviews, some great interviews. We have great guests that stop by. We have some really cool air checks that we play. I had no idea that, that our radio station in Stark, Florida was still using CDs <laughs> to play music from. I had no yeah. idea, you, you know, and, and, and we sat down with some great radio people. Shout out to our boy Ellis Feaster at the Z88.3. And I want to get some, some folks from, uh, from one of your stations, Asia, over there in Houston. So uh, we'll figure that out when, when the time comes. But uh, definitely like and review our podcast. Tell a friend about us. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. 
Uh, everything is the Facebook is Radio Connection Live, Twitter is RCL the podcast, and of course, if you guys have any questions or comments for us, email us at RCL the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, before we go, I want to thank an unsung hero of RCL. He was a guest Ooh. on our show. You hear him at the beginning and at the end, our buddy John Williard, right? Right, guys? Oh, yeah. We can't forget about him. Definitely. Yep. He's yep. a great radio legend doing voiceovers, and he's amazing. So if you haven't yeah, listened bro. to the interview, guys, please listen to it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's really good. I, 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 um, I loved it. And, and uh, but also want to shout out, want to shout out, shout out another, another RCL alumni, R-Dub, from the show Sunday Night Slow Jams that we had on back in January. Deja, oh, yeah. Deja, you would, Deja, you would love that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well guys well, we got well actually my, my other my other favorite one's vanessa james oh yeah mm -hmm. fun yeah fun fact vanessa voices power 95.3 and hot 101.5 so really exciting oh. stuff well guys we gotta go we 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 you know we, we hate to say it but it's true we we, uh, we gotta bail out of here uh but we'll see you guys right back here next week for more and until next time as always together Let's let's keep keep radio, radio alive. alive. See you next time. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Radio Connection Live is produced by JT Productions in association with Air Jackson Associates. Executive producer and creator Jamie T. Production assistance provided by Tim O'Connor. Ashley Lynn is our social media princess. With assistance from Preston Gaylor and Chris Newsbaum. AJ Bowen is our news contributor. Special thanks to the good folks at RadioInsight.com as well as InsideRadio.com for our news nuggets. We're in touch, so you're in touch. We invite you to contact us. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can also email rclthepodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to join us again next week for another fast-moving edition of Radio Connection Live, the podcast. Until next time, this is John Williard saying, together, let's keep radio alive. On the wrong end of the highway, when the long night has no end, when there's no one there beside me, till I hold thank for the radio. When I'm on the road, when I'm far from home, feeling blue, thank God for the radio. There's a song, they play There's a song we first made love to That's a song I'll never forget So thank God for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling blue Thank God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs That mean so much to me and you 
for the radio When I'm on the road When I'm far from home Feeling blue Thank God for the radio Playing all night long Playing all the songs That mean so much to me Playing all the songs that mean so much to me and you. Thank God for the radio. Radio Connection Live is distributed by Anchor Podcasting. Online at anchor.fm.